Hey, Beauty Mavens. Welcome to the Beauty Mavens podcast. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. We are so excited that you're here. We have a great episode coming at you today. But before we get started, we wanted to make sure you know that tickets are now available for the upcoming Beauty Mavens Summit. It's on July 19th and 20th. I promise you do not want to miss this. And our tickets are almost sold out. Tickets are available to purchase until Saturday, July 13th at 11.59 p.m., or until they sell out. We've created a special code just for our podcast listeners. Use code PODCASTBFF to save $50 on your ticket. In this course, you will figure out your numbers, including your bottom line, your cost per hour, how and when to raise your prices, and much, much more. Find more info and purchase tickets at beautymavenscollective.com under the Summit tab. And one more thing, we really, really need your reviews. This helps us so much, you guys. So please, if you're listening, take a one-minute break to leave us a quick review about the podcast. Be sure to add your Instagram handle so we know who you are because each week we pick a few reviews and we send some fun prizes too. Also, don't forget to make sure you're a part of our community of listeners on our Beauty Mavens Facebook group, www.facebook.com forward slash Beauty Mavens podcast. And now let's get right into today's episode. Welcome to the Beauty Mavens Podcast. Kristen and Madison are creating a space where the beauty obsessed can feel empowered to dream big and achieve their goals. It's awesome. Interviewing other mavens in the beauty industry to discover their secrets to success and how they got to be the expert that they are. Brought to you by a sister duo of estheticians and entrepreneurs. Here's your hosts, Kristen D'Oliveda and Madison Annis. Today we're going to be talking about your customer profile, your client avatar, your ideal client. I feel like it goes by many things, but the person that you want in your chair. Yes. The person who you are going to spend all of your time thinking about and marketing to, everything you do is going to be aimed at this person. So Maddie, tell us what a client (laughs) avatar is. So your client avatar is a fictional character that you create that you are going to do all of your marketing to. This is who you want in your chair 24-7. If you could take this person, she could be a current client or you could make her up. Literally, if you could have this person in your chair and just clone her and have a hundred of them every single day, just coming in and out, like a perfect world, that's your ideal client and that's who we want you to spend your time thinking about and marketing to and and we're going to get so specific about who this person is and we're going to help you know how to define that but yeah someone that you would just want a clone to have in your chair every day we all have our favorite client right yes so now wouldn't it be I nice don't. if every client was our favorite client yeah and when you know your client avatar it's going to help you understand what motivates this client what they believe what their fears are what their desires are It's going to help you know, like, what influences them as a consumer or as a buyer. It's going to help you know what to freaking post on Instagram. You'll never have to question that again because you know what whoever your client is wants to watch or read or look at. So as we talk about this in today's episode and some things to think about, and um, like Kristen said, we're going to get real specific with what you need to know about this client. Make sure that you are literally thinking of this person as a real human being and like who they are and what they believe and all the things about them. So we have a quote from Herbert Bayard Swope and he says, 
I cannot give you the formula for success, but I can give you the formula for failure. It is try to please everybody. And I feel like that is so true. When you're trying to please everyone, you're trying to market to every single person that might walk in your door, it's impossible. <laughs> Nothing's going to translate. You'd never know what to post. And you're going to go down really fast. So you just have to know the one client avatar and it's going to make your marketing efforts and everything that you're doing so much easier. And we definitely know this one from experience because when we first started, like we were so, we didn't know. We didn't sit and think about this and talk about who we were marketing to. So it was like, well, I want this person and I want this person and I want them to come for lashes and for brows and for skincare. But, oh, now we want to market to beauty professionals. And so it was so hard because we would literally be like, I don't know what to post on Instagram. Like, are we supposed to be posting lashes to get clients? Are we supposed to be posting about acne to get acne clients or like anti-aging? Like, who are who are we posting to? Or are we like posting Maven tips? Like, we literally just felt so lost and... We had to, like, reel it back in. If you were, like, known as the jack of all trades, you're probably feeling this. Like, if you're offering every service to every client, then you know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Or if you're... It's not sustainable and it's not scalable, number one. Or if you're what? No, keep going. That's good. (laughs) I just was listening. And it's just draining for you to be, you know, to be marketing to all those different sectors and to have to like, well, first of all, and keeping up on inventory, like having all the different products for all the different things that any client could ever want. It's just, it's not practical. No. And it's confusing for the consumer as well. Like, I'm trying to- Like, I don't want to go to a lash artist that also does spray tans and hair colors and microblading and every other service. I want to go to the best lash artist that focuses on that all day long. Yeah. I want to go to the best microblading artist that spends all her money investing in microblading education. And I know that she's really passionate about what she's doing and she knows it. Like you want to go to the best of the best, right? If they're doing everything, you can't be the best at everything. Yeah. And Sorry, if, but you can't. Yes. And if you have a studio, this is where it, this is where it was like really hard for us because we wanted our studio to be a one-stop shop. So we had it like, we had to sit and think about it and think about how we could do it in a like practical way and something that wasn't going to drain us. And we finally got into the point where we do offer a lot of services at our studio, but me and Kristen aren't doing like we have different employees that specialize in different things. Yeah. So if you want nails, you go to our nail tech. If you want a spray tan, we have our girls who are bomb at spray tans. So we've been strategic about hiring employees so that each person who is working at beauty mavens has their niche and their, their main service. Yeah. But Not to say been... that you can't wax brows on the side or whatever, but you have your main service and that's what you market about. Yes. That's what your page is about. And then if your client's coming in and getting lashes and she's like, hey, do you also tint brows? Like, yeah, everyone at our studio knows how to tint brows and we've trained them and they've taken brow shaping courses. So of course they can add on those waxes and tints. Like you don't want to refer those clients out of the studio. But if you go to our Nail Girls page... It's nails. I'm not doing nails. (laughs) I specialize in lashes and I'm not going to touch your nails. I'm going to refer you to my girl that's really, really good in my studio. Yeah. Okay. So to know who your customer profile is, you want to literally, I would get a piece of paper and I would write this down or get on your laptop and type it out. So in our case, we do actually have two different client avatars because we have our studio that we do need to bring clients into to 
generate revenue. But we also have a second client avatar that is the beauty professional and who we're marketing to with this podcast and what we're doing on our Instagram, things like that. So in our case, we're going to talk about our two different avatars. But if you are just wanting to build your local clientele and you're trying to build your own studio, then you'll just have one. So the key here is to get specific. The more specific you are, the more you can make products, services, posts, emails, podcast episodes, whatever it is, just for her or him. In our case, it is a girl. <laughs> so the more specific you are, the more value, the more value, <laughs> the value you, that is hard to the say. More, the more specific you are, the more value you will bring. The more value you bring, the more you will build your brand and create client loyalty. So that is the key to client loyalty. And we all know client loyalty in this industry is what is going to keep our doors open, what's going to keep us alive, what's going to keep us happy. Keep that money flowing. It is so nice to when you have clients that are just rebooking every single appointment. It's like that's part of their appointment and you're not... No, not clients. Ideal clients ideal that are just rebooking. <laughs> yes. But... And you're not sitting here like, how do I get more clients in my chair? How do I get more clients in my chair? Because it costs so much more money to get new clients than to just create client loyalty, spend a little extra time, spend a little extra money on the clients you have right now to get them to keep coming back. But really, you want your ideal client. So let's Amen. get into it. <laughs> let's, we're going to do a little exercise. It may seem like an elaborate exercise, but we promise it really, really pays off. It has really changed our business. So... How do we do it? <laughs> First, you have to narrow down your target market, which allows you to actually target to them. And it will be much more effective than trying to be all the things to all the people. Once you know who your ideal client is, you know who you're talking to in all of your advertising, in all of your Instagram posts, in every single email. You narrow down their pain points, their problems, and it enables you to solve them for them. Because nobody cares about what you do. They just want their problem solved. Let's repeat that one more time. <laughs> No one cares what you do. No one cares what services you do. No one cares what products you're selling. Literally, nobody cares what you do. They just want you to solve their problems. And think about it. Like, think about yourself as a consumer. Like, for example, if you're buying a car and you go to a car dealership, like, I really don't care what you do. I literally just want my problem solved. I want a car that is going to get me from A to B, and I might have a list of some specific... You better have seat warmers. I, was say, <laughs> I want the seat warmers because we're in Utah where it's so cold in the winter. Like there's things you want and once your problems are solved, like it doesn't matter. Knowing your client avatar is also going to give you a consistent perspective to help when you're making important decisions. Should you invest in this course? Does your client really care if you spent $10,000 on this new product line? Mm -hmm. I don't know where I'm going with this. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, that's good. And I think what you're meaning is should I bring on, like, a skincare retail to my studio? Should I start selling shirts? Should I start an online course? Like, those things are all good, and those are all going to increase your revenue. If your client avatar wants that. That's what I was going to say. But it depends. Those are all good things, and for someone, each of those things might be great and might be the thing that changes their business and makes their revenue skyrocket. But for you, it might not be adding a skincare line because that's not what your ideal client needs or wants at the moment. Boom. Okay, so if you've done this exercise in the past, I still want you to do the exercise because your shift and your focus can change 
Our client avatar is not the same girl that we wrote up last year. So your shift in focus can change and that's totally okay. So when we first started our business and we started the studio, our ideal client was a 35-year-old boss babe who loves to travel. She's a working woman. She's busy. She loves the easiness of lashes and brows and skincare. But then once we started shifting to wanting to focus on the beauty professional, our ideal client has changed. And we're going to get into the exercise now (laughs) and what we've chosen for our ideal client. So for us personally, since we've changed the focus of our business, we started the podcast, we're creating these online courses. Our client avatar has changed since then. However, Angie, the original We had to come up with a complete new client avatar. Yeah. But our original um, client, Angie, we actually named her after our favorite client. Shout out, Angie. We love you. (laughs) So we named it after her and um, she still remains the client avatar of our studio. So all of our employees are marketing to Angie. And then for us, where we're catering as well to the beauty industry, we have a separate client avatar for that purpose, which is also why we have two separate Instagrams, one for the studio, one for the beauty industry. So you guys aren't confused when you go and all you see is pictures of lashes, but we actually want you to be coming to the summits and buying our courses. So if you find that, find yourself in a similar situation where you literally have two different clients, maybe you sell lash extension products and you also take clients, make sure you do this exercise for each sector of your business. And you have a client for who you're selling your lash extensions to and you have a client for who is sitting is in your, your chair. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, an avatar for who's sitting in your chair. They need to be two different people and you should have two different email lists, two different Instagrams, two different everything. So marketing should be going out strictly to this person. Someone Which is- that actually sounds like a lot of work. So if you're doing that, make sure that's what you really want to do. It is a lot of work. <laughs> and it takes a lot of time to get things going. But you know who does really good at this? That just came to my mind is Jenna Kutcher. She's a photographer. She has a podcast that's amazing that she teaches entrepreneurs. She has a house that she rents out in Hawaii. Yeah, she has so many different facets. (laughs) Facets. She has so many different facets. She probably has a lot of faucets in both her houses, but (laughs) she has so many different facets of her business. But when I get emails, I never, I have never got a single email from her that was about photography. photography ever. Because when I go onto her website and I sign up for, like we bought her one of her course online courses. When I signed up for that, she put me into a sell. Sorry, this is getting a little deep, but I'm just gonna say it really quick. She put me into a sales funnel for her marketing. So now anytime she's sending, like she knows I'm an entrepreneur and she knows that's why I'm following her. So anything that she markets to the to that client is coming out to me. And then she has a whole separate side of her business of photography that I literally don't know anything about because I'm on Not a different list. But if you were getting her emails about photography, you would unsubscribe would like, real quick. I really don't care about this. And I don't, you know, like I only am following her for this purpose. Because she's solving your problem. Right. She solves all my problems. You don't care <laughs> that she does photography or that she has that house in Hawaii. Also, although it would be fun to go right yeah, I, I kind of care about her Hawaii house. I want to go visit it's really cute. Anyways, that just came to my mind. I really... No, that was a perfect example. Good job. So for this exercise, I want you to get so specific. So if you go to our Facebook page, we have a post where you can put in your email. 
And if you put in your email, we will send out a freebie page that we have that has all the questions that we're going to talk about already written out and you can print it out or download it to computer and fill it out as we're talking about these things or you can listen and then go back and fill it all out and take time to be specific about your client. This worksheet is exclusive to our podcast listeners. So again, go to our private Facebook group for our Beauty Mavens podcast and put in your email on our post and then we'll send out this sheet for you. So what this sheet looks like, we'll give you a little second to go print it out. (laughs) Pause this. Okay, so what this sheet looks like is it has a place where you can put their name. So you're going to first pick your client's name. Who is she? A company that does this really well is Old Navy. Their client avatar is, her name is Jenny. Everybody in the whole company that works for Old Navy should know who Jenny is. And they talk about her like that. Like, oh, when they're about to launch a new bag, they'll be like, oh, does Jenny like this bag? I don't think Jenny would like that. And so then that helps them make their decisions and what products they're putting out. So number one is you want to know their name. Number two is their age. So for Old Navy, Jenny's not 30 to 45 years old. She's an actual person. She has an age. So in our case, our customer profile is someone named Lauren, and she's 26 years old. Then it's going to ask you if they're a user or a decision maker. So if they're a user, are they coming in and getting your services? Are they buying your retail products? Are they buying your lash extension line that you're selling? Um, Or are they a decision maker? Are they the salon owner that's recommending that their employees take your online courses? Or your lash courses that you're offering? So are they the user or the decision maker? So in this case for Lauren, this is our client avatar. This is our beauty professional client avatar. Yes, thank you. (laughs) How do you say that? (laughs) This is our... Yeah. You get it. Anyways, so that's who Lauren is. Then you want to get really specific about who she is. Think about her, well, obviously the gender we already talked about, Um, their marital status, their level of education. Did she go to college? Did she drop out? Is she still in high school? What's her background? Like literally what city does she live? If you're building your clientele in Salt Lake City, Utah, she better live around Salt Lake City. (laughs) She can't live in New York if you want her to come get lashes from you, right? Right. And then um, if it's somebody that's a business-to-business, for us, for example, we're, we're marketing to you beauty professionals, we have to think about their revenues, the location of their business, what industry are they in, what phase of, is this, are they startup companies, are they Fortune 500 companies? So anything that also goes about their business, I'm going to add into this portion of identity. So all of these questions are on our worksheet, and you can go through the worksheet, and it will say, what is the level of education? for this client and then you can fill that out and be intentional about this person. Like really think about this person, take some time to think about who she is. And this should go without saying, but your ideal client does not need to be you or your best friend or even someone like, if you don't have your ideal client in your chair right now, that is okay. Like don't just model it off of the clients that are already coming to see you because you might not want them. Because they might be your mom that doesn't pay. (laughs) Or your sister. Or your friends that think they get a discount every time. And now you've been doing it for so long that you just are keeping giving them (laughs) that discount. Okay, so that first section is identity. We kind of talked about that. So that's their demographic. So for us, some of the things that we threw into the demographic is she's female. She is married, but she doesn't have kids yet. She graduated high school and then went on to beauty school Um, to become a licensed esthetician, and she's a certified lash artist. 
who makes at least $50,000 a year. She's in the beauty industry. She's either a booth renter or a solopreneur, and she wants to own a salon one day. So those are like some of the aspects that we put into who is this person that we market to. Yeah, so when we're creating these podcast episodes, So if you feel like that's you, (laughs) that's because (laughs) that means it's working. So when we're creating, when we're thinking about what we should talk about on our podcast, we're like, okay, what does Lauren need? Well, if she is a solopreneur right now, but she wants, you know, to make more money or wants to own a salon one day, she's going to need to know who her her ideal client is. So that's what we're going to talk about. (laughs) So all of these things we're thinking about as we're putting out content. So the next section is your motivation. So that's the why. Why does your customer visit you? Why do they consume your content? Why do they come get lashes from you? So include their wants, their hopes, their dreams, their feels, anything that compels your customer to act or buy from you. The fears, you said feels. (laughs) Oh, I did? Yeah. (laughs) So for example, for our Lauren, she wants to make more money to support her family. She hopes to have her own studio one day. She confidently provides the best lashes. She wants to build a clientele. She knows she doesn't know best right now how to grow, but she's very eager to learn and she wants to be part of a community. So those are like some of her dreams and hopes. And But we know that Lauren wants to be part of a community. So that's what we're creating with our Facebook group. She gets to be a part of that community. She has a place to chat with other business or beauty entrepreneurs. To ask questions or to go on and answer people's questions. Or make questions. new friends. Yeah, and that's what that our... That are going through what she's going through. <laughs> that's what our group is for, if you didn't know. We get you, Lauren. We know you want to be in there. But so also go and ask your questions on there too and like answer each other's because we want, we really, really, really do want that community for you guys and for Lauren. (laughs) So then the third section is your biggest pains. So their biggest pains. Yeah. Their biggest pains. (laughs) Um, So what are their pain points or their greatest, the greatest challenges that your customer faces that you can solve? They need your solution. Um, so for Lauren, she went to beauty school, but she has no prior business experience. Like I said, she went for, straight from high school to beauty school. And we all know, you don't learn about business and beauty school. <laughs> you don't learn a jack squat about business and beauty school. Um, also, I think one of Lauren's pain points is she prices herself based on her surrounding competition. Which is terrible, Lauren. you got to stop doing that. At the summit, we're going to teach you how to not do that. So we've created a solution for her. She can come to the summit and we'll teach her exactly how to figure out her numbers and how to price herself. So that she is actually profitable and not just just doing lashes all day and not making much money. Because even though she makes 50k a year, that doesn't mean that's how much she's taking home. Right. Which is sad, but it's the truth. (laughs) So... And which might be the boat that you guys find yourself in. <laughs> and that's okay. That's why we're creating these solutions to help you. Yeah. You don't know what you don't know. And once you do know you, it, you're like, thank goodness. Yeah. Until you really, really know your numbers. Like, it's kind of scary. <laughs> but you'll make it through. Just come to the summit. and We'll help you. So then the fourth category is the day in the life. So this is the what of your client. So literally go through her daily routine her work processes, such as where does she get her information? Where does she hang out? What does she do? Where does she shop? If, you're, if your client avatar is a 80-year-old woman who wants her nails done every week, she's probably not looking at your Instagram. So your marketing <laughs> efforts are not best focused on Instagram. Right? Right. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. 
So where does she get her information? And, like, that's okay. Your your target audience can be an 80-year-old woman who wants her... Oh, yeah. Nails I would love her, a bougie 80-year-old. Her hair done every single week. Getting those perms every two weeks. I don't know. That's probably bad for your hair. I don't do hair. <laughs> no, but that's, that's what I meant at the first when I was saying it doesn't have to be, like, you or your best friend. It doesn't have to reflect your... Like, who you are. It can literally be someone who's in a completely different demographic as long as you know these things about her. And you know how to market to her. And you know how to market to her. Okay, so keep going on the day in the life. Sorry, cut you off. Yeah, so it's just what stores they're shopping at. What apps are they hanging out on? What, where are they buying food? Do they go to the coffee shop every morning? Do they... Do they shop at Trader Joe's or do they shop at Walmart? Do they go to the gym? What gym are they going to? What classes are they taking? Are they at event? Like, do they invest in yoga retreats or are they saving their money on the weekends? Are they at home spending time with their kids or with their husband? Or are they traveling the world? Like, what? It can be anything, but like, what is she doing? So, for us, our day in the life of Lauren. A quick little day in the life of Lauren is that she is working on clients four days a week. She's not always full, so she's not consistently back-to-back-to-back with clients. She looks for and enjoys continued education and bettering herself. She loves going to classes and courses. She listens to entrepreneurial podcasts. And, like, in ours, we have this broken down to what What podcasts (laughs) she's listening to. And one of them is Beauty Mavens. (laughs) She finds her information on Instagram and professional Facebook forums. This is how she keeps up with the trends or how she is learning about these new products and new courses. Mm -hmm. Yes. What's going on in the industry. She's involved in the industry. So she watches reality TV shows. When she's not working, she's watching Vanderpump Rules or The Housewives or The Bachelor. And... She really likes to shop at Urban Outfitters, Anthropology, Nordstrom. But while she's shopping at these stores, she is usually found in the sales section, which I don't blame her because I'm there too. That's me. <laughs> but she really wishes that she didn't have to go straight to the sales rack when she was at the store. So we know we know how she shops and like all of her attitudes and behaviors. We have it all written out for us to then market directly to her. Yes, and it makes it so easy when we're creating content and deciding what to put out there, whether it's through the podcast or through our Instagram posts or the courses that we're creating. Like, it's all going back to Lauren. So, go to our Facebook group and get this page and fill out your client avatar for yourself because we promise you it'll make a world of a dis- difference in your business. Yeah, this this sheet will now become your reference sheet for you can give once you're building a team to your salespeople, your marketing team, your customer service staff, your social media, your email content writers, or just for you to have a clear vision of how to navigate all of those avenues. So I think this is a really, really important thing to have and know. So it if I came up to you, I should be able to say, who's your client avatar? And you can be like, oh, it's Lauren or whoever it is. We'll ask you when you come to the summit. So you better know what her name <laughs> is. But I think this is something really important that is we've totally missed the boat with in beauty school. So I hope that this really was beneficial and that you really will take the time to figure out who yours is. I promise you it's going to make a huge difference in your business and your life and every decision that you make that goes towards your business. Right. And... This is going to be a good thing you can do if you didn't do it right now or if you're not going to do it right this second. 
like next time you have a no-show or you have a break in your schedule or even just go to your schedule next week and if you have like an hour or two block where there's no one scheduled yeah block it off and set aside time that you're going to fill this out and think about this client and get specific because that's where it's going to help you the most and then come back to the Facebook group and tell us who she is and if she's already visiting you or ask questions on how you can find her. Yes. Use that group. So we really hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you learned something new and that you will go home, sit down, and figure out who your ideal client is. And we'll see you next week. XO Beauty Mavens. Beauty Mavens.